This is The Hidden Wire Podcast, episode 651. Today's show is my solo rant. It is titled, The Life of an Entrepreneur. Enjoy. A life of an entrepreneur. Not everyone is made out for a life as an entrepreneur. I am certainly not an entrepreneur. Although at times I consider myself a bit of an entrepreneur, I'm probably more of a entrepreneur. Whatever the case, from an external perspective, I get it. The idea of being an entrepreneur looks incredibly desirable from an outside perspective. We see all these entrepreneurs on social media doing great things, having the freedom, the freedom they're on beaches, etc., etc., the freedom to pursue your own interests and passions. Who doesn't want that? To be your own boss, to make a handsome living in the process. That is what we see sometimes as the life of an entrepreneur, but it's not always the case. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of the other side to the entrepreneur world that we perhaps don't see through the social media, through the glitz and the glamour. What I want to do is answer the questions of what it takes to be an entrepreneur. How do you know if you're an entrepreneur and if this lifestyle is indeed for you? I did an interview with Jet Bantry recently. He's an entrepreneur himself and he talked about entrepreneurship. He mentioned that there's some symptoms that can help you define or identify whether you are indeed made out for a life as an entrepreneur. One of the symptoms that I certainly struggle with and the things that resonate with me as perhaps the itch to be an entrepreneur is the inability to work under the rule of others, to work uh, for a boss, or maybe the desire to be your own boss. I think that's an incredible symptom that, yeah, a life as an entrepreneur is for you. But there are other facets to consider as well. In my interview with Jeet, he suggests that uh, a symptom is unhappiness, a lack of fulfillment, decreased motivation, um, or even a tendency to watch the clock. Those are a few symptoms he suggests that will give you the identification that, yeah, perhaps the itch to become an entrepreneur is for you. In saying that, I don't think these symptoms are only related to those who have that entrepreneurial spark within them. If we look at the statistics around us, it says many of the statistics, at least in the West, suggest that 85% of the workforce are disengaged. They are unsatisfied with what they're doing. They are unmotivated and really don't want to be there. Now, that statistic doesn't mean that 85% of the workforce are made out for a life of an entrepreneur. Actually, indeed, I would suggest it definitely isn't the case. Also, on top of that, the other symptom that sort of struck my interest was, you know, watching the clock. And if you look at watching the clock, I don't know a person that doesn't watch the clock when they're not really satisfied with what they're doing. If we're disinterested, we always seek ways to escape. And this may explain our increased addiction to our phones, our reliance on drug use, or any of the other escapism techniques that we use to run away from our dissatisfied or disinterested lives. And that includes work and what you're doing with your job. Many people who work these days are disengaged and if they have their phone on them, guess what they're doing? They're on their phone, scrolling through Facebook, perhaps looking at some of the entrepreneurs out there that are promoting themselves through ideal images of you know, pina coladas on beaches. This isn't always the case. And I certainly think that those symptoms don't necessarily mean that an entrepreneurship or entrepreneurial life is really the one for you. Entrepreneurship is tough. It's not a ride in the park. And there is a great deal of responsibility and risk that comes with starting your own business. 
I'd also suggest that if you're unhappy in your current occupation, then taking up the challenge of becoming an entrepreneur may not be the best first step. You see, it is hard. It is challenging. And if there are other elements in your life that you aren't meeting, perhaps the quality of your relationships, perhaps your health, uh, perhaps you're not really um, growing yourself, you're not learning, you're not curiously progressing in life and trying to improve yourself. Perhaps these elements aren't being met and that explains your unhappiness and not necessarily your work, your current occupation. So you need to look at the overall picture. Some of these symptoms that Jeet uh, describes to me certainly don't just give you the right to go out there and, and be an entrepreneur. I mean, for sure, if you think that that is the path for you, go out there and do it. I think experiences are great to have and you've got to challenge yourself in life, but it's not necessarily going to solve your unhappiness. Actually, it might take you further into unhappiness. An entrepreneur is a person who sets up a business or businesses, taking on financial risks in the hope for huge profits or at least some profit. That is apparently a lot of responsibility. And I have attempted to start my own business in the past, and I'm still looking to start more businesses as well. And there is a lot of risk. There is a lot of hard work. There's a lot of time dedication. The work life will no longer be a nine to five. Instead, it's a 24 hours a day, seven days a week gig. I've spoken to many business owners over the past few years, uh, interviewed them on this podcast, and not one of them has said that the idea of starting their own business has been an easy one. They have all claimed that it consumes their lives. However, on a positive note, done right, and many do, you can create the kind of lifestyle and business you desire. If you really love a particular business or industry, you can go out there and start your own business in it. And after you put in the hard yards, the hard work, and put in the smarts, you can actually create a really good lifestyle business. I believe excellent management, productive systems, clear vision, uh, proper operations, smart marketing techniques, that is what can make a business thrive. And if you're willing to put in the time to learn in those aspects, uh, put some capital behind it, then yeah, perhaps the life of an entrepreneur is for you. And for that, I applaud you. If you're still eager, go out there and start planning it. Go out there and do it. Experience it. I think the next best question is to ask yourself, what is your motive? And the answer to that question should fill you with this, this level of passion that is unbearable, this level of excitement that just makes you want to jump out of your seat and go forward to do it every day. It'll probably make you lose sleep, get up early in the morning, jump out of bed with this eagerness. That is the sort of motivation that you need to drive yourself forward into a world of entrepreneurship. If the answer is somewhat from an external level of motivation, it's not something that's sourced within, then perhaps it's not that suitable. Because I get it, and I've been sucked down those paths before, and I'm sure you have as well, is that, again, we can look out there around us and look at all these entrepreneurs and these people doing fantastic things in their own businesses have, who have created this great lifestyle, and we get inspired by them and think that's the path for us. But that's an externally motivated source, and that's not the one that's going to be sustainable, and perhaps it's not the best path for you. So just keep that in mind. Ask yourself that question. What is your motive? You really need to connect with your purpose, with what is internally driving to you. If you're only out there to chase the money or a falsely held expectation that somehow life will be sipping again pina coladas on the beach in Hawaii, then think again. 
Think about what you really want from this. Think about what the meaning of going out there and starting your own business is. How can you do it differently? How can you do something different? How can you create meaning in that process? Don't be inspired by external false expectations. Don't do it just in the sake of chasing money. That is not what brings us meaning. That is not what brings us happiness. And I can tell you now, in my experience at least, money is not the ultimate driver. It has to be something else that really connects with you internally. Whatever you pursue, you must give it significant sense of meaning. It must really resonate with you deeply within. It must fill you with joy and with passion. You with this motivation, will push through any of the challenges that you meet along the way. And from the entrepreneurs that I've spoke with, from those business owners that have gone out there and created incredibly successful businesses, that is what pushed them through. They had that connection, that meaning, that drive that pushed through those challenges. And they've all said that those challenges will come thick and fast as you pursue your entrepreneurial journey. Once you figure out that purpose, then it's time to get started. So there's a couple of techniques here, I believe. Do you jump all in or do you slide in like an old man clambering into a hot bath? It really depends on your current circumstances and what your ambition or drive or dream is and how big that dream is. I'm a big fan myself of the sink sink or swim approach. Jump in, get in, try it out. If it doesn't work, who cares? But it's not for everyone. I totally understand that. And certainly if you have responsibilities or wish to reduce some of the risk, perhaps the gentle approach may be the best for you. I wrote an article about testing and experiment, and I think you might find some interesting insights in that article as well. So I'll stick the link in the show notes for this episode. That basically, the concept of test and experiment requires you to basically start out with the minimal viable product, MVP. What is the most basic form of your business idea that will allow you to test it um, in one or two ways? It's a worthwhile idea and I think it really helps you to understand, number one, is it the right path for you? Is it what you really want to be pursuing? And number two, is it a viable product? Are people wanting it? Is there value in what you have to offer? You need to be able to show people the benefit in what you have to do. You also need to prove to yourself that this idea has meaning to you. Once you've tested it, and you're sure it's a win for you and a win for those you serve, get in there, hustle. Massive action is what will set you apart from the competition. Many of the successful business people I've spoken to said that starting out, they were in no way unique or special. What they said that separated them from the competition was that they were always willing to work harder. They were willing to work harder than their competition. The next thought is to be prepared. The life of an entrepreneur, at least until you get really big, can be lonely. It can be a lonely journey. So you need to have support and that is really important. Find group, groups of people, find family members and friends that can really be your supporting arm. You will find yourself on a roller coaster ride, ride of emotions. As the challenges come thick and fast, you'll be up one minute and down the next. It's important to have those people around you to really support. It's people that understand what you're doing it for, what the meaning is for you, so they can really help boost you when you need that boost. And I think this is a really essential piece of advice for all of us in life. Not only if you're going out there on an entrepreneurial journey, but anything that you do in life, you need that support network around you. Relationships are fundamental to the quality of life that we have. The next thing is just keep on going. Don't give up. Keep pushing forward. The best way to avoid collapse is 
really, by keeping up with some healthy practices. So make sure you have a life. You know, it's it's so easy to get lost in the in the world of business that you can spend all your time just business, business, business. But you need to take care of your health. You need to take care of your relationships. So exercise a bit. Take some time out to be with your friends and family. Rest. Eat good food. I believe if we are overworked, we we stress more. Our hormones and chemicals become imbalanced, and that leads us to unhealthy paths. Perhaps a poorer diet, drugs, alcohol, consumerism, whatever it might be, we tend to do these other things just to help bring some balance, but those things are not really healthy activities, and they will slow us down. They will stop our progress. The final point, I think, about being an entrepreneur is really to remain open-minded and allow others to help you. Ask questions. If you've started in one direction but feel it needs to move another way, then shift. Don't be afraid. Don't be shamed of making a shift. Adapt as quick as you can because the world is adapting quick and we need as business owners, as entrepreneurs to adapt even quicker. This is your business. This is your life. It's up to you to make it work. So don't narrow your vision or perspectives. Be open to other suggestions. If you don't, it will limit your success. So is a life of an entrepreneur for you? I'm not sure. You have to answer that question yourself. Hopefully in this episode, you've had some stimulating thoughts to really guide you to whether that is the path forward for you. I'd love to connect with you guys. So check it out at thehiddenwide.com. This episode, all the notes will be up there. The article to test and experiment will be up there as well for you to review. Let me know what you think. Leave your comments in the comments fields. And until next time, enjoy your entrepreneurial journey. I am sure either way you go, you just got to get in there and try these things. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal. It's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.